any disruption that comes in, um, there's uh, some, uh, I don't know, concern or pessimism or disbelief that that's really going to work, uh, right? And that's silly, clearly what it was for Top Golf at, at the beginning. Um, but uh, these days we're, we're a lot closer and aligned with, with the overall sport of golf. You're listening to Sports Tech Feed, the global sports technology podcast. Hello and welcome to Sports Tech Feed. I'm your host, Thomas Alomes. Great to have you join us again this week. On today's show, we have Andrew McCauley, the Chief Technology Officer of Top Golf Entertainment Group. Andrew leads the development of innovative ways to experience and grow the game of golf, in person, virtually, and digitally. As a self-proclaimed golf lover, Andrew works to introduce new audiences to the game through technology. Prior to Top Golf, Andrew served as CIO of Wes Tower Communications, a leader in the cell tower construction and maintenance business. He's also the former CIO at Clearwire Communications, the company that built the first ever 4G wireless network in the US. Now, for any golf fans out there, it's a massive month um, with the Masters happening over in Augusta. So there can't really be a better time to talk about the future of golf, um, where that sport's going, kind of where it's come from as well in in terms of being a a fairly traditional sport, but also embracing technology uh, really head on. And I mean... Top Golf, it goes without saying, is just a, a fantastic example of how technology can be applied to that sport to help grow it. Um, if you don't know much about Top Golf, uh, or your only experience is really just kind of maybe hitting a, a few balls in the in the driving range uh, version of that, this is really valuable because Andrew kind of outlines well. It's so much more than that as a business, and then also where's it, where's it going? So um, great to have Andrew on the show, uh, and over to him. Andrew McCauley, CTO of Top Golf. Great to have you joining us on Sports Tech Feed. Thanks, Thomas. It's wonderful to be here. So, I mean, starting off, many people are familiar with Top Golf venues. So, actually, going to the, the the driving range, to the bays, hitting a few balls, having some drinks, and kind of enjoying some time there. But something that I find really interesting is that the business of Top Golf as Top Golf Group uh, is much broader. So, can you outline a little bit about? what the different areas of the actual business are. Yeah, absolutely. So you're right. We, we started um, with the core driving range sort of venue business uh, that uh, everyone knows. Um, but I'd say over the last six years or so, that's broadened in a number of different ways. Um, perhaps the most obvious was an international uh, sort of global expansion of that same concept, leveraging key partners around the world. Um, but maybe different than that, right? We, we now have a media business. Uh, we did a couple of strategic acquisitions about five, five or so years ago. Uh, World Golf Tour, WGT being one of those. Uh, and as you probably know, or your audience knows, that's the, you know, it's the number one realistic golf game uh, that's played out there um, in the mobile and desktop gaming world. Uh, and, and along with that, uh, getting into that, that space, that also gave us uh, a fantastic media team that was really helped build the, the brand of Top Golf uh, as a sports and entertainment community versus you know, a driving range owner yeah. operator, which is not what we ever were, but, but it helps the brand out uh, that dramatically. Um, and then uh, we did another strategic acquisition of, of ProTrace uh, uh, in 2016. And that was the, the, the basis and the foundation for what we now have as, as Top Tracer. We invested dramatically in that business, orders of magnitude increase in, 
in every metric in terms of uh, you know engineering stuff and products and everything and and we took that that sort of foundation of uh, the broadcast experience right the golf broadcast experience that really brought you know first and 10 yard line kind of innovation um, into into golf uh, and then and then top tracer range uh, has, has grown out of that too so now not only do we operate our own, not only do you see our technology on TV, uh, but you can have it in your local, uh, you know, private or public uh, driving range uh, and have this fantastic technology that enhances the, the experience. Um, uh, but wait, there's more, <laughs> right? We also, we also um, got into the indoor simulator business. And so another hypothesis all about the same time, five or six years ago, was that we could do to the simulator business what we did to the driving range business right if you're if you play golf on a simulator you've got to be a pretty good golfer to have an enjoyable experience otherwise you're otherwise you're hitting it from the virtual bush to the virtual tree and you give up right um but with a top golf game inside of a simulator which is the top golf swing suite and then and then lots of other non-golf games it turns it into this entertainment hub that anybody can play in um, and so we're, we're, uh, we're, we're doing all of these things all over the last four or five years. Yeah. I mean, personal experience watching golf with my grandparents when I was younger and, and having them hit it and, you know, say in Australia, it's, it's an overcast day in Melbourne, watching it at the Royal Melbourne or something like that. And the ball just disappears into the sky and I'm just watching this camera angle and then, all, all, and then they have to find the ball. And it's just, it wasn't a great experience for my grandparents. It was kind of, they loved it and it was just on TV all the time, but especially something uh, around the sport of golf attracting younger generations, which is something we'll talk about a bit later. Um, but those innovations to enhance the experience, whether you're playing it, whether you're watching it, um, or whether you're kind of learning from it as distinct from just playing for leisure um, are obviously all really important. So how do you get those tech innovations to flow across all those different parts of the business from Kind of the, the classic um, range business to those those broadcast innovations. Yeah, I mean it starts. You, you hit on the head, right? We, we we've digitized the game of golf in all aspects. Is sort of the summary, right? So if you look at watching, playing, um, how 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 do we do that? And it's this interesting mix of sort of innovations in the DNA. You've got to have that. And any innovative company will tell you that, right? It, there's there's something something in the water, <laughs> right? <clears throat> that uh, that we um, we inspire people across all areas of the business to innovate. It's not, it's not some, it's not me. It's not some central brain that does all the innovating and everyone just executes. It's got to be infused across the entire organization. And, and thanks to our leadership past and present, um, that's what we have at the company. Uh, and so uh, practically what that means is we have engineering teams um, in each area. And as we come up with new ideas over the previous years, we put our money where our mouth is and we invest in them and we hire teams of all the right disciplines that you need to create a technology. Uh, and, and then we have sort of architectural, uh, technology architectural, um, what's the right word? I would say uh, groups, I suppose, virtual groups that make sure we work together. And so we're yeah. still sharing best practices across, but um, we're not restricted uh, from a priority standpoint. Like if, if it's a single person, do I work on this? Do I, do I work on that business? No, no, we have individual people who are dedicated to those different areas, but then they collaborate really nicely. 
Yeah, so it, it, I guess it's it's siloed in the sense of they're working on their own priorities, but then it's integrated in the sense that, um, well, if there's an advancement here, it can be applied to another team. And if, if those engineering teams are working across similar areas, you can kind of combine them together. So rather than, a, than a, say, an innovation hub or a, a, you know innovation centre where all the new products are coming out of there, it's in each business unit that they have their own um teams and their own way to work together yeah that's right and 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 we call you know for me words matter so we we call our technology team across all those groups the the ti team or technology innovation team um you know the word it has been used globally for many years now to represent technologists and i just don't think that's what any of us do in any profession these days any industry these days but especially not here because we want innovation to be front and center so that's what we call ourselves and that's what we expect of us uh, and and that way innovation can just come up from anywhere whether it's some you know whether it's a support technician in the field working directly with a with a with a range owner uh, or at a venue with our staff it's amazing what the people out there using the product come up with uh, and I think some companies are sort of uh, you know don't don't hear or don't don't see those things and, and we, we do yeah yeah, it's that. I mean, it's great to hear. It's rather than kind of um, should be seen and not heard in terms of technology professionals. It's actually <laughs> kind of, well, they have some incredible ideas and feedback, and especially like you said, the ones that are working at the coalface, working with range owners, working with customers in um, at the at the driving range bays and, and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, I also just want to say I really love that quote around digitizing the sport of golf, and and that is something that we'll we'll talk about in, in a minute, but. As with anything that's innovative, disruptive, there's always critics, uh, and Top Golf is no exception. Um, especially in in a kind of traditionally conservative sport of golf, um, I we were chatting off air. I liken it to to the sport of cricket. It's been around for a long time. It has its rules. It's very particular about those rules, um, and part of its tradition. And, and I guess um, conservative in the sense of the rules have been like that and the way it works is is success that's that's allowed it to last as long as it has and grow as it has um but there's a lot of sport uh, support sorry from the golf establishment and i'm gonna say a quote here from chip brewer who's a callaway ceo um and after the merger last year described top golf as the best thing that happened to golf since tiger wood and the biggest source of growth for our industry so what makes top golf that impactful to the sport yeah yeah i mean you're right right uh in, any any disruption that comes in um there's uh some uh, i don't know concern or pessimism or disbelief that that's really going to work <laughs> uh right and that's clearly clearly what it was for top golf at, at the beginning um but uh these days we're we're a lot closer and aligned uh, with with the overall sport of golf, um, and and I think as to why what makes it impactful, um, we're, we're, and and I just say there's 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 no doubt that we are a gateway to people playing and picking up full golf course green grass golf right, um, uh, so so why right well golf is hard, <laughs> uh, it has the traditions it, it, it's a difficult game to pick up. Uh, I think very few people just sort of naturally know how to do it. You've got to have a lot of lessons. You've got to, right? 
Um, you got to go out there. Um, you've got that, that aura about, I love, I'm a lifelong golfer. I love playing golf. Um, but you've got that, that aura. And if you're brand new, it's intimidating. Uh, even to step out on the driving range somewhere, right? Um, and you get all these people and they're serious and, and they're hitting golf shots and, and you're worried about hitting the person next to you when you're, if you're a beginner, right? So, so it's, 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 it's stressful um, to get into the game of golf. You come to top golf, all those barriers just melt away. Yeah. Because it's a fun environment. You've got some drinks flowing. Um, you've got all kinds of people from all kinds of backgrounds all together. You feel comfortable. You can wear flip-flops. You can wear whatever you want. Um, there's very little etiquette to learn, uh, which you need to learn to, to play green grass golf you know, properly. Um, your clubs are provided. You don't have to go out and spend money on, on clubs. And which clubs do I get as a beginner? And um, uh, the scoring is friendly, right? So with, with green grass golf, you've got to put three, four, five shots together on the set, one after the other to, to make a good score in a hole. Top golf, one shot, didn't score, no problem. Try yeah. the next one, the next one, right? And so um, it's, you're, but you're still hitting a real golf ball with a real golf club, right? And so you get it, right? You get that, you get that bug that we all get when suddenly you hit a good one, right? Oh, I want to do that again. And yeah. I want to do that again, right? Um, and it's not just us saying this, National Golf Foundation, there's some surveys out there uh, the last few years that show a significant number of golfers who picked up green grass golf in the last uh, few years say that their introduction to golf golf came at, at top golf. And, uh, and if I can, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a teaser, which is that this year I expect... Uh, we'll see the first golfer turn professional who started golf out of top golf as their, as their introduction to the sport. Right. So, so it, it's coming. And so, so you can see that what we've built over the last few years and making this sort of digital experience and entertaining experience inviting just brings those barriers down and a good number of people then want to move on and actually play on a course. And is that how you see it? That it's it's a bridge between the physical and digital. We we had um, uh, Jean Baptiste Alio from the UA for Innovation Hub, and he uses the term digital, which I'm not necessarily a huge fan on. But but I mean, I'm still trying to come up with a better word where you you mash those two words together. But it's that seems to be a big trend within the industry, and especially after um, COVID, is how do you bridge the physical digital divide? And that is when you're dealing with demographics that are digital natives um, and coming to that first coming, you know, they feel a, a more real experience in terms of a sporting experience, maybe Fortnite, a video game, maybe something like that. Um, and then to the physical, physical side, that, that kind of bridge, is that how you see it as top golf integrating the two? Absolutely. Right. Um, Technology is it, 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 unbiased, but technology is at the heart of everything we do. It's just not the only thing we do uh, that makes Top Golf special. There's so many great things um, with that environment, but but that mix, the mix of the two together, um, is is critical because um, you know I think you know uh, it's lo loneliness is on the rise in the world. Um, and anything we can do to, it's part of our mission, right? To connect people in meaningful ways. Um, if we can bring people together in a physical environment, but, it, but it's got that digital part mm. to it, that is the, the bridge to what they do in, in other forms of, of socialization, entertainment, then, then we're, we're doing, we're helping people dramatically 
connect. Uh, I'll say, I'll just add that, you know, in another, another avenue that we've got now uh, into, into virtual reality um, with our partner Golfscope. So if you're an, an Oculus uh, brand um, of, of VR headset, you can, uh, you can play top golf uh, virtually in a virtual world. Um, but the cool thing there is you're not, you don't have to be by yourself. You can also play it with like up to seven friends or something like that, right? So we're still trying to bring the social aspect, yeah. um, even in a 100% digital experience like VR. Yeah, and I mean, that's it. At the end of the day, you're still hitting hitting a ball or you're still that, that swing motion. And that's something that noticing going with, um, with my kids to, to top golf, playing, say, the Angry Birds game, something like that. But that's, that's something they find fun, engaging. In 10 years, I don't think they're going to be as excited about Angry Birds, but they might be excited about green grass golf. They might say, well, as you said, I want more of the challenge. I want to push my skills. I want to develop. Um, but, yeah, it's really the gateway in, into, that, into that side. Um, and is that something that you see? Do you see other challenges coming into the space? In, in terms of top golf, to my mind, is is the best in the business, obviously, in everything that you do. Do you think it's going to be one of those things that, um, say, in analogy with Uber, the way they dis- disrupted the taxi industry, um, is one of those things that there's going to be top golf 2.0, people are going to copy you, or is it more around, well, how can we partner? So uh, all of the above, I suppose, right? Right. We, we, we created an industry. Uh, yeah. Uh, there are certainly uh, certainly competing products out there, uh, somewhat in their infancy, but uh, that's where everybody starts, right? So, um, but we've I think what we've shown in, even in the last five or six years is that uh, while, when I when I said innovation can come from anywhere, I, I actually meant that uh, even beyond Top Golf. So, from my strategy, uh, as you can see, we've done a couple of really key acquisitions um, that brought key technology and more importantly, people uh, with the right skill set that work for those companies to us. Uh, and so I can totally see that being part of the future. Um, I've got, there's no, you know, it has to be invented here uh, mentality yeah. for us. Uh, we invent a lot of stuff here, uh, uh, but it's going to, it's all and. And, and when we find a, a partner uh, that, that comes up with an even better idea than we ever thought of and we can merge it together, we'll totally do that too. And where do you draw inspiration from? As you said, innovation come from anywhere. Do you, outside of, say, the sport of golf and top golf, um, things that it's grown internally, where do you look for ideas, trends in the industry, trying to see what happens next? Is it is it other sports or is it other kind of entities, gaming, whatever else? Yeah, yeah, uh, all the above. So, so we've got uh, people who are deep into the gaming industry with their experience. So our WGT and media team uh full of ex uh, EA Sports, Disney uh, 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 fan professionals. Um, uh, we do a lot of, uh, you know, I, I have a bit of chaos theory <laughs> uh, uh, in me, right? Which is uh, to walk around uh, uh, not exactly knowing what you're looking for and bumping into things. Um, uh, and so, so we do a lot of that. Um, coming to your conference uh, last year, year before, I guess it was year before. I try to forget 2020. Uh, year before. And meeting people in other sports, whether it's basketball, tech, or other, you know, it's just like, it's inspiring. Uh, mm. I've got, I have no problem in um, seeing a great idea in a, diff- in a completely different area, whether that's a sport or an industry, and then shamelessly uh, adapting it to, 
for us to use the same thing, right? It's, that's how it works. Yeah, yeah, and definitely how it drives it all forwards. And it's one of those things that talking to a lot of people in the industry, they look at Top Golf, um, I wouldn't say enviously because it's it's more aspirationally, I guess. He's like going, well, look what they've done. As you said, it created an entire category. Um, it's innovating within the sport of golf, but creating a new category that then cyclically has supported the sport to begin with. Um, so, I mean, on the kind of on the horizon, you mentioned some of the stuff. The uh, virtual reality is there. Is there other things that are coming down the pipeline that either you're working on or would like to see come to fruition? Yes, um, I'll talk more about what I do, what's just out versus uh, the, the more dis- distant future that we probably keep to ourselves. Um, <laughs> Give us all your reasons. Come on. Yeah. Come on, Andrew. Um, what's, what's the idea <laughs> plan? Yeah. But I'll say, uh, but I also, actually, as a final point to that last question, I was thinking that the, the cool part about being where we are now as Top Golf is that people come to us. Mm. Uh, you know, I get a lot of cold call emails every single day or truck ways of contact with people. So that's the other huge benefit for us. So, um, but as far as, you know, what we're doing now, you mentioned Angry Birds. Uh, I was so excited about that. Um, you know, we're on, our, we're on our third generation of gaming platform at Top Golf venues, uh, of which about 50% of the current venues, slightly more than 50% of the current venues have that, that upgrade. Because um, we've been around 20 I'll, years, right? Jump in there because some people might not have played it. Basically, you're, you're playing in the Top Golf Bay, you hit the ball out, and as you would launch the ball on the Angry Bird Games on the screen in your bay, um, it's like you're playing with the golf ball. So you see that there it, it tumbles down and you, all that kind of stuff, and you get points and things like that. So it's, it's, it's very similar to the iPhone game or, or the kind of mobile game, um, but you're actually hitting it, you see it on the screen. Just for anyone who hasn't done it, but I'd recommend you get along because it's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, it's one of my favorite games. Um, thank you for the explanation. The, the, but it, yeah, it's exactly like the, the Angry Birds game that you play on, on your phone, of which billions of people have done. Uh, and um, instead, of, instead of, you know, using your finger on the screen to pull, to pull the bird back and then decide what angle you're going to shoot it at to try and knock the structure down and, uh, and get rid of the pigs, um, your golf ball uh, trajectory and speed replaces that, right? So you're hitting again, real, real golf shot. Uh, but then we translate that as the input into the, into the Angry Birds game. Um, and I, so, I, so one, this is why we went to this third generation. We've got top tracer tracking uh, coupled with our traditional RFID chips and golf balls method of, of tracking a golf ball. And so they now work together really beautifully um, so that we now know. The problem I had with RFID, right, was that um, you knew, you knew where, the ball was, who, where the ball was when it's on the mat when you hit it, and then you wait to see if it shows up in a target. And if it shows up in a target, okay, then I know this is your ball and you score this many points, right? But I don't, didn't know what was happening in between those two mm. points. By adding top tracer tracking to, to this, I now have the XYZ coordinates um, of the golf ball for its entire trajectory. Uh, in between the starting point and the end point. And, you know, I think, I think 40, 48% of balls that get hit at top golf miss a target, right? So um, I didn't know before, I didn't know what happened to those. And now I know what happened to those because we're tracking it. And, and then that unlocked this rich, imaginative 3D world games like, like Angry Birds, 
or Jewel Jam, which is like Candy Crush on your phone that you can play. Um, and these are, this is just the beginning, right? So as far as the future goes, you can imagine a, more and more innovative games now um, that are still, you're still hitting, you know, again, real golf ball, real golf club, real golf shot, but it's being transformed into a, a, a different entertaining experience than just trying to get it close to the, close to mm. the flag. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it is, it's, I don't know if ironic is the right word, but the gamification of a game. It, yeah. it's, it's the gamification of the sport or probably yeah. more accurately gamification of the skill, because what you're doing is you're practicing the skill. And then the actual, I mean, the sport of, golf on the, the grass and stuff you bring in shot selection you bring in reading the green you bring in all that kind of stuff but for people that want to level up and continue into that they can learn it once they've got the basic skill and to yeah. your point at, at the beginning um golf is very intimidating because things like dress codes like you've got to think about a dress code before you've even hit a ball and the hardest thing to do is actually hit the ball so um right. yeah it's fantastic to see that kind of um graduate through uh, I love I love your level up analogy actually right because because think about think about it in terms of leveling up at top golf and getting better right and then you advance to the next level which is going to a green grass course for the first time um, and, and then and then there's levels within that right so it's just it's gamification of a game but if you step back far enough it's just one big continue in one game mm -hmm. um, and we've we've provided we're providing a fantastic entertaining experience of which some people never go beyond that and they just stay in that world, but a good subset continue on into the, into the sport of golf as it's traditionally known. Yeah. And as they also, as you said, things like the top tracer, which can be um, installed at existing um, facilities. So it's, it's, it's also, if they go there, that that's another bridge between um, the top golf experience uh, and then the, the green grass traditional golf, 18 holes, what have you. So uh, that's really interesting stuff. Thank you so much for your time, Andrew. I, I just wanted to finish up with our final question, uh, which is what is your favorite sporting moment of all time? Oh, wow. Um, I think, um, hmm, that's a tough one. So we, I guess from a personal standpoint, um, yeah, I'll, just, I'll just go with personal experience versus some fantastic event that I, you know, I maybe watched on TV, right? But uh, I've been to three Ryder Cups. Yep. Uh, nothing compares to that environment. Uh, one in, one, I'm from England originally, father lives in Spain. So we went to Valderrama uh, in uh, 99, I think was the year. Uh, and it was, uh, you know, American domination had been going on for a long time uh, up to that point. And uh, uh, we, were on the, we were on the 18th green as Seve and Montgomery were coming off to big cheers. Uh, and I think from, a, you know, I get goosebumps now just thinking about it, right? So from a personal experience on the sporting front, I, I, I'd pull that one out. Yeah, fantastic. And uh, have you been to the Masters before? Have you been to Made it to Augusta? Just thinking of um, what's what's happening. I've been yes, I've been lucky enough to go twice, um, and uh, probably probably get to go a few more times here. Um, Masters is unbelievable. I mean, everyone talks about it, uh, and if you haven't been, uh, you need to you need to find a way to go one of the one of these days because it really is something special. 
Yeah. Thank you once again for your time, Andrew. Really appreciate it. Um, uh, we'll put some links, uh, try and find some Ryder Cup footage uh, from that, see if we can put it in the show notes so people can, uh, can experience that. And we'll keep an eye at Augusta. Fantastic, Thomas. Thanks so much. Great time. There you have it. That was Andrew McCauley, CTO at Top Golf. Um, as I said, incredible technologist that's kind of really doing some uh, innovative, cutting cutting edge stuff uh, in the industry. Uh, we'll be interested to see how Top Golf grows uh, into the future, and uh, and kind of keeping a, a finger on the pulse on everything they're doing in the space. Um, and yeah, seeing if some other sports can kind of learn from that. That uh, that really it's innovation and and I guess pushing the envelope um, isn't something to be scared of, but it can actually grow your user base and and really it's a spectrum across that. So thanks again to Andrew for being on the show. I'm your host, Thomas Limes. Thanks again for joining us on Sports Tech Feed and looking forward to seeing you next time. Ah!